Bhagavad Gita 724 Avyaktam Vyaktim Apannam Manyante Mama Buddhaya Parambhavana Jananto Avyaktam non-manifested Vyaktim personality Apannam achieved Manyante think Maam me Abuddhaya less intelligent persons Param supreme Bhavam existence Ajananta Without knowing, Mama, Maya, Avyayam, Imperishable, Anuttamam, the finest. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada Ki Translation Unintelligent men who do not know me perfectly think that I, the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna, was impersonal before and have now assumed this personality. Due to their small knowledge, they do not know my higher nature, which is imperishable and supreme. <coughs> Please repeat, unintelligent men, unintelligent men who do not know me perfectly, think that I, the Supreme Personality of God, Krishna, was impersonal before and have now assumed this personality. Due to their small knowledge, they do not know my higher nature, which is imperishable and supreme. Purport. Those who are worshippers of demigods have been described as less intelligent persons and here the impersonalists are similarly described. Actually they are described as no intelligence, abuddhaya. Whereas the demigod worshippers are referred to as alpabuddhaya. Here they are abuddhaya. Lord Krishna in his personal form is here speaking before Arjuna and still due to ignorance, impersonalists argue that the Supreme Lord ultimately has no form. Yamunacharya, a great devotee of the Lord in the disciplic succession of Ramanujacharya has written a very appropriate verse in this connection. He says, Tvam Shila Rupa Charitai Parama Prakrishtai Satvena Satvikataya Prabhalaisha Shastrai Prakhyata Daiva Paramartha Vidamma Daisha Naiva Sura Prakrataya Prabhavanti Bodhum My dear Lord, devotees like Vyasadeva and Naradan know you to be the personality of Godhead. By understanding different Vedic literatures, one can come to know your characteristics, your form and your activities and one can thus understand that you are the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But those who are in the modes of passion and ignorance 
the demons, the non-devotees, cannot understand you. They are unable to understand you. However expert such non-devotees may be in discussing Vedanta and the Upanishads and other Vedic literatures, it is not possible for them to understand the personality of Godhead. This is from Stotra Ratna 12. In the Brahma Samhita, it is stated that the personality of Godhead cannot be understood simply by study of the Vedanta literature. <coughs> Only, what is that word? Vedeshu Durlabham, that is the actual word. It cannot be understood simply by the Vedanta literature. Only by the mercy of the Supreme Lord can the personality of the Supreme be known. Therefore, in this verse, it is clearly stated that not only the worshipper, not only are the worshippers of the demigods less intelligent, but those non-devotees who are engaged in Vedanta and speculation on Vedic literature without any tinge of true Krishna consciousness are also less intelligent. And for them it is not possible to understand God's personal nature. Persons who are under the impression that the Absolute Truth is impersonal are described as Abudhaya which means they do, those who do not know the ultimate feature of the Absolute Truth. In the Srimad Bhagavatam, it is stated that Supreme Realization begins from the impersonal Brahman and then rises to the localized Supersoul, but the ultimate word in the Absolute Truth is the Personality of Godhead. Modern impersonalists are still less intelligent, for they, not, they, for they do not even follow their great predecessor Shankaracharya who has specifically stated that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Impersonalists, therefore, not knowing the Supreme Truth, think Krishna to be only the son of Devaki and Vasudev, or a prince, or a powerful living entity. This is also condemned in the Bhagavad Gita 9.11, 9th chapter, 11th verse. Avachananti manushintanumashritam Only the fools regard me as an ordinary person. The fact is that no one can understand Krishna without rendering devotional service and without developing Krishna consciousness. The Bhagavatam, 10th canto, 14th chapter, verse 29, confirms this. Athapite deva padambujadvaya prasadaleshanukrihita evahi jyanati tattvam bhagavan mahinno nachanye kopi chiram vichinman my Lord, if one is favoured by even a slight trace of the mercy of your lotus feet, he can understand the greatness of your personality. But those who speculate to understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead are unable to know you, even though they continue to study the Vedas for many years. One cannot understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna or His form, quality or name simply by mental speculation or by discussing Vedic literature. One must understand Him by devotional service. When one is fully engaged in Krishna Consciousness, beginning by chanting the Mahamantra, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare, then only one can, can one understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Non-devotee impersonalists think that Krishna has a body made of this material nature and that all His activities, His form and everything are Maya. These impersonalists are known as Mayavadis. They do not know the ultimate truth. The 20th verse of this chapter. 
क्लियरली स्टेट्स कामयस्तायस्ताय हृत ज्ञाना प्रपद्यंते अन्य देवता दोज हु आर ब्लाइंडेड बाय लास्टी डिजायर्स सरेंडर अनटू द डिफरेंट डेमीगॉड्स इट इज एक्सेप्टेड दैट बिसाइड्स द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉडहेड देयर आर डेमीगॉड्स हु हैव देयर डिफरेंट प्लैनेट्स एंड द लॉर्ड आल्सो हैज अ प्लैनेट एज स्टेटेड इन द 23rd वर्स देवान देव यजोयांति मद्भक्ता यांति मामपि the worshippers of the demigods go to the different planets of the demigods and those who are devotees of lord krishna go to the krishna loka planet although this is clearly stated the foolish impersonalists still maintain that the lord is formless and that these forms are impositions from the study of the gita does it appear that the demigods and their abodes are impersonal clearly neither the demigods nor krishna the supreme personality of god are impersonal they are all persons lord krishna is the supreme personality of godhead and he has his own planet and the demigods have theirs therefore the monistic contention that ultimate truth is formless and that form is imposed does not hold true it is clearly stated here that it is not imposed from the bhagavad gita we can clearly understand that the forms of the demigods and the form of the supreme lord are simultaneously existing and that lord krishna is sachidananda eternal blissful knowledge the vedic literature confirms that the supreme absolute truth is knowledge and blissful pleasure vigyanam anandam brahma pradharanik upanishad third canto 9 chapter 28 verse and that he is the reservoir of ultimate unlimited auspicious qualities ananta kalyana gunatmako sau vishnu puran 6th canto 5th chapter 84th verse and in the gita the lord says that although he is aja unborn he still appears these are the facts that we should understand from the bhagavad gita we cannot understand how the supreme personality of godhead can be impersonal the imposition theory of the impersonalist monist is false as far as the statements of the gita are concerned it is clear herein that the supreme absolute truth lord krishna has both form and personality so this is a heavy blow to the impersonalist philosophers <clears throat> so in understanding about the ultimate aim of life many people have many different conceptions about what is the ultimate truth the ultimate truth is actually a person it's not some power some vague uh, superior some kind of you know they say universe universe is nothing universe is a small you know krishna says ekamshena sthito jagat one insignificant fragment of my energies supports the entire universe that is the status of this universe universe as we think oh it's so vast we do not know where the end is and all that that is just nothing for krishna it is described in chaitanya charitamrita uh, lord chaitanya mahaprabhu who is krishna's incarnation he describes this universe um, as uh, he gives the example of a of a big bag of mustard seeds and each of those mustard seeds if it is a universe then there are unlimited number of universes unlimited number there is no count 
the scientists are only thinking of the possibility of a multiverse it's a, it's a concept that is that fascinates them multiverse oh there there may be some parallel universes we already understand what is that brahma in the very beginning of the you know his his birth you know he he said this what is this Jagadanda, this is what Jagadanda here, and you see the word Ananta before that. Ananta Jagadanda, this is millions of years old, billions of years old. This verse, Brahma spoke in the right in the beginning of his day. No, and Ananta Jagadanda, we already have this. Hmm. It's not some new concept. So, Yakaranarnavajale bhajatisma yoga Nidramananta jagadanda saroma kupaha Adharashakti mavalam vyaparam swamurtim Govindamadi purusham tamaham bhajami. I adore the primeval Lord Govinda, who, assume, who assuming his own great subjective form, which is the Karanar Navashaya Vishnu, who bears the name of Shesha, replete with all accommodating potency. All accommodating potency. The, everything that is, accom- is accommodated in space, right? Everything is accommodated in space. But that space of this entire universe is contained in a, in a shell. And there are millions of those universes. And all those universes are accommodated by the Supreme Lord. Hmm? And reposing in the causal ocean, he is lying down in the Karana Udaka Shai. Shai means one who lies down. Shayanam means to lie down. <clears throat> With the infinity of the world in the pores of his hair, enjoys creative sleep. Yoga Nidra. So, from the pores of his, our body comes sweat, right? Perspiration. From the pores of his body come out universes. Huge. He's massive. You can't even imagine the size. And then, next verse you see. Yasya Ganesh Vasita Kalat Yasya Ganesh Vasita Kalamathavalambya Jeevanti Loma Vilaja Jagadandanatha Vishnu Mahansa Yasya Kalavishesho Govinda Mati Purusham Tamahambhajami you see, yasyaika nishvasita. Nishvasita means breath. Just by swasanam. You know, nishvasita. Brahma and other lords of the mundane worlds appearing from the pores of hair of Mahavishnu remain alive as long as the duration of one exhalation of the latter. That means of Mahavishnu. I adore the primeval lord Govinda of whose subjective personality 
Mahavishnu is the portion of portion. Now, Mahavishnu is breathing. Haribur. Attention. Mahavishnu is breathing and only during the portion of his exhalation, when he is exhaling, that is the period of existence of the entire universe. And that exhalation period of Mahavishnu is one full lifetime of Brahma. And one full lifetime of Brahma is the lifetime of this universe. And how long is it? According to earth calculations, 311 trillion 40 billion years. One exhalation of Mahavishnu. And when he inhales, the whole universe is taken in. We can't even imagine the scale at which the existence of this material world is taking place. So, this is the background. So, the law is so unlimited. <clears throat> and this is very, very old. Ananda Jagadanda Roma Kupa. Ananda Jagadanda. Kotish Vasesha Vasudhadi Vibhuti Bhinnam, that is also there. Yasya Prabha Prabhavato Jagadanda Koti Kotish Vasesha Vasudhadi Vibhuti Bhinnam Tad Brahmanishkalamananda Mashesha Bhutam Govinda Madi Purusham Tamaham Bhajami. You see, more information here. Jagadanda Koti Koti Shu. Koti means one crore. One crore is what? Ten million? Ten million. Ten. Koti Koti should. Million million. There is no count. It is just signifying unlimited numbers. Yasya Prabha. The light. Prabha means light. The light of Krishna. The body from the light from the body of Krishna. Who is in the spiritual world. Many people think even Hindus have this idea. That Krishna 5000 years ago. No? Mahabharata. It's not just 5,000 years ago. 5,000 years ago, he entered this material world. He enters periodically. Once in a day of Brahma, it is said. Once every 8.64 billion years, he enters this material world once. Krishna. So, it, the last time happened to be uh, 5,000 years ago. That's all. It's a regular occurrence. He comes. Now, he, but he's always there, eternally in the spiritual world, Vaikuntha. And from him, from the body of his personality, the light that emanates is so bright. Yasya prabha prabhavato jagadanda koti kotishu asesha vasudhadi vibhuti bhinnam. His light is maintaining the entire spiritual planets and the material planets, the material universes. Jagadanda koti kotishu. Again, the so-called multiverse idea. Already there. Nothing new for us. Nothing new. They are just like small children, these small scientists. These scientists are little, like, you know, like excited children. You know, when children see something a little bit wonderful, they'll become excited. Ha 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 ha. You know, you know that is how they are. These are already way back, we already know. But we Indians are now, you know, aping the West. Oh, I am working in NASA. Huh? Sarvanasana. That is NASA. NASA means what? Destruction. What they are doing is destruction. They are doing nothing constructive there, all destructive. Hmm. 
the Indians think that this is very high profile job. It's very, very low, low class, low class job. One, one Indian, when I, was, was a, when I was a teenager, there was one female astronaut, Indian, uh, what is her name? Huh? Kalpana Chawla, yes. Kalpana Chawla, she was in Nasha, uh, Nasha. She got Nasha name. She passed away, no? She died in that uh, Apollo or something crash. Uh, oh, uh, what is that? You know, precedence for Indian women, this, that, you know, the, like big, big story there. Inspiration for Indian women. And, what inspiration is this? We already know Jagadana Guru. We, we don't need to explore. With our instruments, what we can see? With our microscopes, with our telescopes, what brain we have, what... Even if we put those instruments, we are blind. We can't see. Hmm. The best way to know about the entire creation is to know from the Creator Himself. And then He will explain. And He is explaining. And we just sit down in one place, discussing, and we will know about the entire universe. Not only about the geography, but also about the history, about everything, future also we will know. This is our way of acquiring knowledge. This is called Avaroha Pantha. We take knowledge that is given by the perfect authority, Krishna. Whereas they are Aroha Pantha. With their imperfect senses, they try to know more and more and more like that. In the hope of one day understanding everything. Well, never they may travel at the speed of the mind or the wind or the light. No matter what they do, for millions of years they can try, nothing will work. They will not even understand the slightest clue about the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Because the Supreme Lord cannot be conquered with our intellectual capacity, with our mental capacity, with our sensual capacity, with our instruments, with our scientific and technological advancements, we can never approach. Adha krita akshajagyanam iti adhokshajasmritaha. Adha krita. Adha krita means what? Adha means, you know, naratham. You know this word naratham? The worst of human beings. Adha means low. Adha Krita Akshaja Jnanam Iti Adhokshaja Smrita. Another name of Lord Krishna is Adhokshaja. What is the meaning? Akshaja Jnanam means what? Aksha. Aksha means eyes. Akshaja. Beginning with Aksha. Ja means Janma or starting with. Starting with eyes. So all our senses are there. With our senses, we cannot understand the Lord. Even with our mind. That is one meaning. Aksha, if you see Sanskrit alphabet, starts with A, 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 E, E, U. And finally it en- ends with Ksha in the consonants. Aksha, from A to Z. So any uh, alpha, any words that you may construct in language will be within this alphabets only. Just like any mathematics is within the 0 to 9, that's all. Everything is within that number zone. Right? So, any word, any explanation, whatever you may say, comes under this aksha. So, with any amount of explanation, theorizing, these this, uh, postulations, nothing we can understand about the Lord. Adha krita, this kind of explanations or um, sensory perception will be adha krita, 
will be suppressed or will be rendered useless they will always fall short in in us understanding the law they will never be adequate that's the meaning of adhokshat now you see here we have in the other verse we have said ananta jagadanda right here there is jagadanda koti koti shu ashesha vasudhadi vasudha means what planet planet we already have everything all the idea of planets and everything ashesha vasudhadi each of the universes has unlimited number of planets trillions and trillions of planets vibhuti bhinnam this is also explained this the scientists do not know the poor scientists they are trying to search life on mars and moon and sun they are not able to find their despondent little bit where are the aliens they are asking elon musk is asking nowadays where are the aliens how come the aliens are not there you mean to say in the entire universe we are the only planet with creatures how can that be where are the aliens it's the biggest mystery for them but we have information vibhuti bhinnam in every single planet there is a different atmosphere and there are different living uh, the body species suitable to live in each and atmosphere each and every atmosphere and therefore in bhagavad gita it is a sarvagata sthano <coughs> everywhere the living entities are there congested every single planet is congested with life just just as on this planet you mean to say if if i am an engineer and i construct a big estate of many buildings do i expect only one small apartment to be filled with uh, 25 people and the rest of the entire you know acres and acres of land is just you know empty it doesn't happen like, like that so similarly when the lord has built this entire universe with all these planets you think there is a show only there huh? floating in space show no but the problem with the scientists is that they think this entire creation is just a meaningless thing just by chance some kind of life came out from some chemical somewhere so everything has no purpose everything is just like you know existing for some reason that's their idea that's why they cannot understand but then there is a full plan complete plan because no creation happens without a plan <coughs> so कोटिश विशेष वसुधाद विभूत भिन्नम सी हाउ मच इंफॉर्मेशन वी हैव वी आर सिटिंग इन वन प्लेस वी आर बेटर देन ऑल द साइंटिस्ट ऑल द फिलोसोफर्स पॉलिटिशियंस एवरीबॉडी वी बेटर मैं से दैट्स अ टॉल क्लेम व्हाट आर यू टॉकिंग अबाउट अ टू प्राउड इट्स नॉट अबाउट बीइंग प्राउड वी आर नॉट प्राउड ऑफ आवर नॉलेज वी डू नॉट फिगर दिस आउट कृष्णा गेव अस यू कैन आल्सो बी एज गुड व्हाई नॉट यू आर नॉट कमिंग एंड सिटिंग हियर यू आर नॉट रीडिंग भगवत गीता and that's why you don't know that's our response to them we are saying that you also can be as good a scientist as any of the devotees by just sitting in the class that's all no need telescope just if you have ears it's okay or if you don't if you are somebody is deaf they can read our books it's okay they can understand so if we is adhokshaja if our mental and sensory perception are insufficient to approach him in that state if we try to conceive of him if we try to conceive what is the supreme 
without intelligence then we will come to faulty conclusions hmm. you know like that famous story which you know an elephant four blind men were asked to you know asserted they were uh, what it was so they were put near an elephant they were put near an elephant and four blind men and they were supposed to touch and see what what actually they are where are they what is it that they are touching <coughs> so one pro, one held the tail and say it's a snake one one was you know touching the leg and saying it's a pillar in this way everybody was and i think the what is that the trunk was what some pipe like this anyway, everybody had a different understanding of what it was because they don't have enough they cannot conceive everything together at one so we are only seeing little bit very very minuscule fraction of the lord's energies ekamshena sthito jagat jagat means the entire universe and krishna says athava bhavanayatena kim gyatena tavarjuna ಸಿಂಗಲ್ಸ್ಟ್ರೀಂಗ್ಸ್ಕ್ಯೂಲ್ಸ್ಟ್ರೀಂಗ್ಸ್ಟ್ರೀಂಗ್ಸ್ಟ
So what we are doing is descending process. We will take knowledge directly from Krishna or from a representative of Krishna who has no ulterior motive, who doesn't want to show off that he is a smart aleck. Many philosophers, they want to show off that they are very smart. They will find out some far out philosophy and you know, try to impress the audience. Everybody, uh, because <laughs> even now, nowadays, if you want some YouTube views with some, you know, some spiritual uh, topic, you have to say, say something very interesting, something very never before heard perspective. perspective. Now then, oh, people, oh, wow, wow, what, what, what uh, explanation? Excellent, excellent. Share it, share it. So that's how it is going on. Well, who knows it is right or not? He may say some rubbish, who knows? Hmm. So everybody is manufacturing their rubbish. So a guru, a person is can transfer perfect knowledge if he just repeats what Krishna said. Being a guru is not at all difficult. We just have to repeat what Krishna said. That also they cannot do. They have to change. And add some masala. <coughs> Spicy, little bit spice. Make it interesting, little bit. They do not know that the original truth is actually the most interesting. But they have no brains to understand, therefore, they think it is stale. Because they have not heard from the right source. Their understanding is skewed. Then they want to add something. In this way, everything will become hodgepodge. Before you know, everything will be unrecognizable. The messages of the Lord is one thing and we are telling some, not even close. So, <coughs> Krishna is describing such a faulty conclusion in this verse. One of the faulty conclusions. One of the conclusions is that in the previous four verses, he described one faulty conclusion. Those you see, okay, I will just show you. Today's verse is 7.24, right? 7 chapter 24th verse. I will show you 7.19. This is the context of these verses. Bahunam janmanamante jnanavan maam prapadyate vasudeva sarvamiti sam mahatma sudurlabhaha. You see, jnanavan, one who is really actually knowledgeable. He will, what he will do? Knowledge precedes action or action follows knowledge. According to our knowledge, according to our understanding, we act. That's all. Everybody, like a thief, he is convinced that this is this occupation is the best. He is trained like that, either by a company or by his family or whatever. Huh? Everybody has their own convictions and based on their convictions, they act. So, knowledge will propel one to act in a certain way. So, if one's knowledge is imperfect, then his action will be imperfect. But if he is Jnanavan, if he is actually in knowledge, Maam Prapadyate, the next activity is Maam Prapadyate. He will surrender unto me, unhesitatingly, unreservedly, explicitly, without anyone else. Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, 18th chapter 66th verse, Mamikam Sharanam Raja Sarvadharman Parityajya. You surrender to me alone, not to me, uh, Shiva, 
Ganesh, Durga, Saraswati. No, 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 no. They are Devatas. They are not Bhagavan. They are under me, Krishna says. Matta Paratram na Anyat. There is no one equal to me, no one superior to me. None of them. Aham Adirhi Devanam Maharshinam Chasarvasha. I am the source of all the Devatas. No one has ever dared to say, none of the Devatas themselves. Not even Lord Shiva himself, who is the greatest of the Devatas. Even he did not dare say that he is the original personality of Godhead. Never. Only Krishna ever dared to say and even demonstrate that Mattaha Parataram Na Anyat. Not a single person is equal to me or above me. I am the Supreme. And when he says this, it is not a statement of pride. It's not. Because it's a fact. It's just a fact. He's just being honest. Some people don't like it. Uh, how can you say like this? If I say, that is wrong. Because how can I say? But Krishna showed Vishwarupa. Where did Lord Shiva show Vishwarupa? To whom? Where did Durga Devi show Vishwarupa? Srishti sthiti pralaya sadhana shakti reka chhayeva yasya bhuganani vibharti Durga ichhanu rupam api yasya chachashtatesa govindamadi purushantamaham Durga conducts herself like a shadow, obediently. You know, when you move, the shadow moves without hesitating. Not that the shadow says, no, I don't want to go. No, it will come. So like that, Durga conducts herself like a shadow of the ichhanu rupam api yasya chachashtatesa. According to the ichha, according to the desire and whims of the Govinda. You see? Okay. 325.42. You see what is Krishna saying? Kapila, another incarnation of Krishna. He is saying, Madhvayadvati vatoyam suryastapati madhvayat varshati indro dahatyagnir mrityuscharati madhvayat. You just see the supremacy of Krishna. No one can go against his it is because of my supremacy that the wind blows out of fear of me. The sun shines out of fear of me. You know, the sun is shining. You know how bright and hot it is. How powerful the sun is. But Krishna alone can say that Madhbhayat Vati Vatoyam Surya Stapati Madhbhayat Bhayat means what? Bhaya means fear. Bhayat means out of fear. Because if they don't do it, they will get it from me. It's not that he is a cruel master, but it's just to show how his control, absolute control over everything. Surya Stapati Madhbhayat and the Lord of the Clouds Indra sends forth showers of showers out of fear of me. Fire burns out of fear of me and death goes about taking its toll out of fear of me. Death is fearing Krishna. This is the undisputed situation of Krishna. There is no, nobody close. And we can't challenge this. The only reason why Hindus do not like this kind of statements, they say, hey, you're talking like a Christian, only one, one, one. What is this? They say like this. They allege 
that we are like Christians. These Hare Krishnas are like Christians. There is the one God, what is this? We, are, we have democracy, we have choice, we have, you know, Hinduism is full of flexibility. Yeah, yeah, you can, yeah, flexible. You can go to heaven, you can go to hell also. Flexible, they are all flexible. You can do whatever you want and you can go wherever you want. Nobody is stopping you. It's flexible. You, only actions are flexible, consequences are not flexible. Uh, that, that is the problem, their, en, their entitlement mentality. I can do whatever I want, but I will go to the same uh, supreme, supreme destination. No, 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 sorry. You can do whatever you want, that is correct. But then the consequence also will be as accordingly. Uh. <coughs> I can have my own conceptions of anything. Problem with Hindus is that they never read. Biggest problem of Hindus, never read. Any damn guy comes and tells, you know, this is correct, they will just follow. <coughs> Any Tomorrow anybody says, I am God. They will put his picture inside the altar. Finish. One more. Add it. What if he is God, you know? I will get cursed. So better put. Safe side. This is their philosophy. Because why? They have no guts to tell him, you are a rascal. You are a dog. You are not God. You are a dog. Tell him on the face. Have the guts to do that. Why they don't have guts? Nothing. You know, there is a saying. When you have nothing that you can die for, there's nothing, when there is nothing for you to die for, there is no reason for you to live for. If you can't die for something, there is no reason you are living. For what you are living? So, that is the position of Hindus. They can't stand, okay, this is the correct thing. No. They will fight among themselves. You know who is the biggest enemy of Hinduism? Hindus. Not Muslim, not British, no. Not some external forces. Internal. They have no regard for their scriptures. Just recently, somebody, just a little bit they, in India, you know, somebody made a remark about Quran, about Muhammad, Prophet Muhammad. You see what a big national, international issue it became. You say anything about Krishna, Hindus will clap. Hey, Krishna is, you know, a playboy, he goes around with girlfriends. Ah, yes, India, Hindus themselves will say. This is a rascaldom. No brains, no nothing. I'm telling you, honestly telling you, there's no brains at all. Nowadays, some modern Hindutva movement is coming. Also, no brains. Simply by by sentimental. That will not work. Will never work. Because it is leading to this. Today's verse, impersonalism. And ultimately, all Hindus think this is the this is the truth. What they think? Avyaktam vyaktim apannam. This is what they are thinking. That ultimately, it is all impersonal. It is not a person. The formless Supreme. If he is a Supreme, why is formless? Why is it formless? Then I have form. I am better than the Supreme. I am better than the Supreme. What kind of nonsense philosophy is this? I have something which the Supreme does not have. I have form. I am better than God. I am better than Supreme. Is that brain? Where is brain? Simple brains is not there. Unintelligent men who do not know me perfectly think that I, the Supreme Personality of God and Krishna, was impersonal before and have now assumed this personality. Avyaktam Vyaktimapannam From Avyaktam Vyaktimapannam This is the this is the understanding nowadays. And 99% and all, most of the Hindus are like this. 
we don't talk about again outside just the so called hindus they are so knowledgeable of their religion their own religion name is their own they don't know the name of their religion the hindu word is not existing in our shastras that is how knowledgeable our hindus are the name is sanatan dharma they are saying hindu what is your religion i am proud to be hindu hindutva where do you get the word can you show me one shastra can you show me one word hindutva bhagavad gita vedas uh, upanishads can you show me the word hindu rascals in the name of so called religionists and they want to fight for their religion they don't even know know the name of the religion and this is causing a big problem everywhere uh, why no knowledge no knowledge so unintelligent krishna is using the word abuddhayah complete abuddhu is a buddhu krishna is saying not my word krishna is saying we can't remain like this we can't remain like this if you have to know what we even stand how much wealth there is huh? how much wealth there is in our scriptures in our knowledge just like one two words jagadanda ananta jagadanda just like three words ananta jagad anda three words this scientists show multiverse some chance of this multiverse lifetimes are wasting in this research three words finish 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 nothing you useless this is useless knowledge for us that is the extent of our knowledge we have zero pride in that we have zero pride we think the western western everything is good and this you know yeah i will chant some you know do some something something have some have some sense of belonging your indian birth is the highest birth you know devatas are begging the lord please make us born in india because in india there is easily people can become devotees of krishna so many temples a friend's name will be some govinda something are boom bollywood actor govinda is there <laughs> even if you are his fan huh you know why in telugu what is anti rama rao rama somewhere you will chant the name of god you were born in some somewhere you know in other country how you going to chant the name of god without any effort you can chant the name of god so glorious the indian birth zero zero interest education system completely sloppy completely atheistic hmm? and what will happen abuddhaya all buddhus will be churned out so we can't we can't remain like this we are begging people to take these books we are having more success outside india you know we have people in china taking up these books when we go there to do some seminars bhagavad gita seminars 400 people come the hall can only see 200 people they are all standing for 2 hours and listening bhagavad gita when you go to china hmm india there is so much places where nobody comes is india for money they will go anywhere uh, if i can get money i will go to any country that is that is the mentality of indian that's all money <coughs> how is that very different from ravana 
Mani who Lakshmi, right? So for Lakshmi, he went to the forest also, Ravan. He was in Swarnalanka. He was in a golden city. It was called Swarnalanka. Now you see where, what happened to Lanka, Sri Lanka. Swarnalanka it was. And from there he went to the forest. Because why? Lakshmi is there. Brought her. What happened? Lanka, Swarnalanka became Phasmalanka. Ashes. So we are also doing like that. We will, we will not hesitate to go anywhere in the world, any corner of the nook and corner of the world to find money. What will happen? Our existence will become Bhasma. So we have to wake up. We have, we have books. Lifetime, one lifetime is not enough to read. And you will be, it is so interesting the topic. Is take up. So Abhudhaya, um, unintelligent men, uh, they think that Krishna has no form. Such a foolish conclusion they come to. And Shankaracharya actually preached this philosophy. Shankaracharya, they say he is the father of Hinduism. No, he is not. Hindu, our Sanatan Dharma, first of all, is not Hinduism. Sanatan Dharma. Sanatan Dharma was exist. Sanatan means what? What is the meaning of Sanatan? Eternal. Eternal means there is no start date. Not that he was the father of Hinduism. He began Hinduism. No, no, no. It was existing way before. And Narayana, who is Shankaracharya actually? Lord Shiva himself, Shankara himself. He came in the Kalau Brahmana Murtina, Mayavada Mashat Shastram, Prachannam Baudhamuchyate, Mayaiva Vihitam Devi Kalau Brahmana Murtina. Narayan, Lord Narayan asked him, This Kaliuga is coming, all rascals will be there, all Buddhus and all, you know, what is it? Irreligious rascals will be there. Uh, they will be following nothing. So you make a philosophy because the Buddhist, first of all, Buddha came. Buddha, why he came? Buddha is one of the ten incarnations, you know, Dashavatar. Hmm. But why he came? Because people were misusing the Vedas. They were killing animals. Oh, some parts of the Vedas, there is, okay, you can kill animals. This is for those who are in tamasic people, who cannot stop eating meat. So, okay, okay, you don't eat every day like an idiot. You, once a month on Amavasare, you cut one goat and offer it to Kali and that temple of the Kali should be outside the city precincts because it is a very very heinous act. It is not even clean. So you go outside the city, don't even be in the city and do there. Hmm? And then Balidan, then you can eat. And then you have to say this mantra. Mamsa khadati iti mamsa. You have to define the word mamsa there in front of the goat, in front of the Kali, Kali uh, Vigraha. Maam Sahakhadati. This goat, the soul in this goat's body, in the next life, I am agreeing to be killed by this, this, this person here and he will eat me. So I will become the goat, he will become the human, he will kill me. I am agreeing to that and then cutting and eating. So the whole point is to stop it. After some time, if I understand what I am doing, then I will say, better not stop, what, what am I doing? That's the whole point. But they never cared. Oh, Vedas say we can kill animals. Okay, just kill animals. Who cares? No rule, nothing. Ah. Then what happened? So Buddha came. Buddha came. He said, Enough. You all don't know what is even Vedas. Nindasi yajna vithe rahaha shruti chatam sadaya hridaya darshita pasudhatam keshavadhrita buddha sharira chaya jagadisha. So he, he said, Okay, you, don't, you are not even qualified to understand Vedas. You forget the Vedas. Now I will teach you a path of Ahimsa. Ahimsa Paramo Dharma. 
you know the um, non violence is the greatest tenet he preached non violence huh? then he preached so but he did one thing he rejected the vedas okay you don't understand you, you don't keep aside the vedas don't touch so he rejected the vedas of course for a good purpose but it was a emergency situation because there were no brains to understand the vedas but what happened in the vedas is the knowledge about krishna so that knowledge also was rejected as a side effect so it became atheism buddhism is actually atheism bauddha hoyta nastik vedana maniya bauddha hoyta nastik to not believe in god is nastik atheism to not believe in the word of god is also nastikya atheism because god and his word are not different so this is atheism so shankaracharya had to repair that situation now so shankaracharya came and what did he do so after buddha came and left later ashoka king ashoka came and he was a great, great pattern pattern of uh, buddhism and because of his influence the entire india was full of buddhism entire india which is a punya bhumi with so many places where the lord personally walked Lord Ram walked, Lord Krishna walked, all the various avatars walked, various devotees walked in that land. And that whole land became Nastik, place of Nastiks. So, Shankaracharya came, his contribution was, he wanted to bring back the Vedas somewhere or other. Somewhere or other. His was not an eternal religious principle. His mission was somehow to bring the Vedas. But, his philosophy is very destructive. So he preached a philosophy very similar to Buddhism. Buddhists say there is no God. Shankaracharya says there is God, but he does not have a form. Buddhists then thought, okay, that is fair. Okay, that is sounds the same as us. Okay, we'll accept. That is how Shankaracharya came inside. He, you see, you are you have rejected the Vedas, but Vedas say what you are believing. Oh, is it? Oh, okay, okay, we will accept that. That's how we brought back the Vedas. And Narayan, it's all recorded. So, what is that? I'll show you. You see, Shankaracharya is not at fault, for it is under the order of the Supreme Personality of Godhead that he has covered the real purport of the Vedas. If he showed that yeah, Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead directly, they were all atheists, they were, they were taught not to believe the Vedas by Lord Buddha, who was Krishna himself. But it was an emergency situation, he had to do that. Now, here you see, there is, you see in the Padma Purana Uttarakhanda, the words of Lord Shiva himself, Lord Shiva himself is saying this to, to Parvati Devi, Maya Vadama Satchastram Prachannam Baudhamuchyate Mayai Vakalpitam Devi Kalau Brahmanamurth Rupinam Brahmanaschaparam Rupam Nirgunam Vakshate Maya Sarvasvam Jagatopyasyam Mohanartham Kalau Yuge The Mayavad philosophy Lord Shiva informed his wife Parvati is impious Asatchastra a very misrepresented version of the Shastra Asatchastra It is covered Buddhism Prachanna Baudham. Baudham means Buddhist philosophy. Prachanna means 
hidden. It is a hidden way of Buddhism only. My dear Parvati, in Kali Yuga, I assume the form of a Brahmana and teach this imagined Mayavad philosophy. Mayavad philosophy means what? Mayavadam means when Krishna, avyaktam vyaktimapannam, they say ultimately everything is avyakta, formless. When it has to come, descend into this material world, I don't know why, they don't know why the formless wants to descend in the material world in the first place. But when it wants to descend, it has to descend taking a form. So that form is material. It is made of Maya. So Krishna, when he comes here, his body is made of Maya. And therefore, it is Maya Vadam. Actually, Krishna's body is not made of Maya. Our body, yes, this is made of Maya, ingredients. Earth, water, fire, air and ether. Because after we are cremated, we will mix into them. His body is not like Satchitananda Vigraha. Satchitananda Vigraha. It is exactly opposite material form. Sat means eternal. Sat means eternal. Chit means full of knowledge. And Ananda means full of bliss, happiness. His body is full of eternity, bliss and knowledge. Now compare our, our body, our this material body. This is Maya's body. What is that? Asat. It is not eternal. Achit. It is not full of knowledge. Full of ignorance. Here is a doctor. To study what is inside the body, you have to study five years. <laughs> Even then you do not know. You know, ignorance. And because of the body, I am put in an ignorance where I do not even know who I am. I do not even know who I am. If you ask anybody, oh, I am Indian, I am a man, I am a woman. All is wrong. That is the body. We are not the body. And because of the body, I think I am an Indian. You know, I am proud to be an Indian. Why are you proud? Your body took birth in India. You are not Indian. Body is Indian. Body may be made in India, made in China, made in Japan, made in America. But we the soul are not the body. That's the first lesson of Bhagavad Gita. So to be proud of my, uh, one's motherland, Bhagavatam says, you are an animal. Bhauma ijyadhihi saiva gokhara. Those who are worshipping the land of their birth, patriotic, freedom fighters, this and that. We hold them in high esteem, right? In political sphere. But according to Bhagavatam, animals. Because that is based on the body. You should not be proud of where you have taken birth. The only reason why Indians should ever be proud is we have a culture that is so rich. And not just be proud and then sit on it. Do something about it. Take it further. That's like the rabbit can run very fast. Ah, I can run fast. (laughs) So what? If you can't run, if you don't run, what is the use of your ability to run fast? Lost the race because of foolishness. Not because of anything else. Foolishness. Thought is one. The Americans, Russians, they are taking. Americans and Russians, both fighting in the political sphere, they are taking to Krishna consciousness. Indians? Chalta hai. Retire on ke baad. Abhi kya karne ka? After retirement, what is what? Now what? Now, time to enjoy. This is for philosophy after retirement, when I finish all my responsibilities. Our responsibility is to understand God. What finish? You haven't started your responsibility first. Kaumara Acharya Pragnam Dharman Bhagavadani From five years old you have to start, you don't have enough time. We do not know when our life is going to end. 
Huh? I am planning after retirement. Where is the guarantee that I will live until then? I can die tomorrow, today. I may not last the next sunrise. And I am planning after retirement. Big, big plan. But when money is coming, oh, now, 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 now. Why that one not after retirement? That one now. Because I will lose it if I don't get it. So, Maya Vadam Asat Shastram Prachanam Bhautam Uchchate. See, he, how is he saying? This, this is the Mayavad philosophy. When Krishna comes, oh, he has a material form. That is Maya. Mayavad. So, I assume the form of a Brahmana and teach this imagined Mayavad philosophy in order to cheat the atheists, Buddhists. I describe the Supreme Personality of Godhead to be without form and without qualities. Similarly, in explaining Vedanta, I describe the same Mayavad philosophy in order to mislead the entire population toward atheism by denying the personal form of the Lord. Now, the danger of Shankaracharya's philosophy, although he brought Vedas back somehow or other, he squeezed, somehow or other brought Vedas back into India. And that's why you see, the Buddhism has been, although the heart of Buddhism, Buddha was born in India, Bihar, right? But you see, Buddhist influence is almost completely absent in India. If you see outside the borders of India, it has gone outside like Nepal, Bhutan, um, Sri Lanka, and um, Tibet, China, Myanmar. But India, almost zero. Very little influence. That is the contribution of Shankaracharya. It was an important one. But it is not an eternal religious principle. It was just a timely necessity. It was not to be continued. Because what he did was even more dangerous than the Buddhism. He brought back Vedas and from Vedas he preached atheism. Krishna is saying, I am like this, I am like that. He, lo- he took those words and said, there is no Krishna. It is all some, some you know, avyakta. Of course, he did say, Narayana paro vyaktat. Narayana is beyond this uh, avyakta. He is actually a vyakti and he is above this. He did say, but he did not stress on it so much. He stressed more on the impersonal aspect. Impersonal means... God is not a person, that understanding. It's called impersonalistic understanding. So, you see what else he says. You see, earlier in the Padma Purana, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, now Narayana gave order to Lord Shiva. You see, this is the order under which Dvaparada Yuge Bhutva Kalaya Manasha Manusha Dishu Swagamai Kalpitai Stvamcha Janan Madvimukhan Kuru Madvimukhan. Turn the people away from me, Narayana is saying. Because they are misusing me. Turn them away from me. I don't want these people. In Kali Yuga, mislead the people in general by propounding imaginary meanings for the Vedas to bewilder them. These are the descriptions of the Puranas. Now, if you come down here, there is another. Even, you see, again, Padma Purana says, Lord Shiva tells Parvati even further. Shrunu Devi Pravakshami Tamasani yathakramam yesham shravana matrena patityam jnaninam api Jnaninam, even my philosophy will be so dangerous that even the most intelligent person in human society will fall to the lowest category just by shravana matrena, just by hearing my philosophy. The Lord asked me to preach atheism from Vedas 
and I have I can do it to the best possible way. You see, Shiva in the form of Rudra, he is in charge of destruction. Right? He does not only destroy the entire universe physically, like destroy, but also he destroyed religious principles when he was asked to. Of course, Lord Shiva himself is actually the Param Vaishnav, greatest devotee of Krishna. He is a Vaishnava, Vaishnavanam Yatha Shambhu. There is no equal Vaishnava. Then nobody can be as good a Vaishnava in this universe as Lord Shiva himself. So when that's why, because he is a devotee of Narayan, when Narayan ordered him, Janan Mad Vimukhan Guru, make the people atheistic and away from him. And he did the job so perfectly that his philosophy is so dangerous, so destructive, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu warned anyone. What is that? Mayavas Bhasha Sunile Hoy Sarvan Nash. If you just hear this Maya philosophy, Sarvanash, all our spiritual advancement will be gone. It is presented in such flowery language and in such uh, poetic way and then in attractive way that one will easily fall for it. Even the Patityam Gyaninamapi, Yesham Shravanamatrina. Now, Tamasani Yathakramam, Tamasa means ignorance. I have preached this philosophy of ignorance in the name of knowledge. Apartham Shruti Vakyanam Darsha Yallokagarhitam Karma Swarupatyajyatvam Atra Chapratipadyate Sarva Karma Paribhamshan Naishkarmyam Tatra Chochyate Paratma Jeeva Yoraikyam Mayatra Pratipadyate This is a very dangerous philosophy. My dear wife, hear my explanations of how I have spread ignorance through Mayavad philosophy. Simply by hearing it, even an advanced scholar will fall down. In this philosophy, which is certainly very inauspicious for people in general, I have misinterpreted the real meaning of the Vedas and recommended that one give up all activities in order to achieve freedom from karma. Actually, that is not the way to get freedom from karma. If I do any action, there will be equal and opposite reaction, right? That is karma. But, oh, that means if I don't act, then there will be no reaction. No. the The problem is we can't remain not acting. Only a dead thing can remain without acting. We as individual living entities, we have to act. Nahikaschit Kshanamapi Japtishthatya Karmakrit Bhagavad Gita says, 3rd chapter, 5th verse. So what is that? Not a single moment we can be existing without doing something. So we are, ought to do something. We ought to do something. So what should we do? So since we can't do nothing, so every single action is going to have a reaction. So there is another way how to become Naishkarmyam, that means no more reaction. Because as long as we have reactions going on, this chain of action and reaction, we will continue to take birth and death in this material world. Some Hindus say, oh, we have only seven births, after that we go to Svarga Prapti. No, 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 we go to Naraga Prapti. Huh? For not seven births, seven million births. Okay? There is no respite, absolutely zero respite. There is no, no such thing. We will keep on being here as long as our karma cycle is not finished. So how to stop this? Krishna says, Sarva dharmam parityajya mamekam sharanam vraja aham tvam sarva pape bhyo moksha ishyam. I will relieve you for, of all sinful reactions, whatever you have. Each action is a seed sown. Even in Bible it is said, as you sow, so shall you reap. That is the law of karma. They do not know. But actually, right there in front of them, he said it. As you sow, so shall you reap. So every, uh, what is that? Aprarabdham phalam papam kutam bijam phalom mukham kramenaiva praliyata vishnu bhakti ratatman. 
so our sins are in different stages some sin i have committed maybe 50 lifetimes ago and that was a seed sown and it will germinate and become a tree and when the fruit will come and the fruit ripens that's when i will face the reaction of that action then now so now i'm committing so many actions these are all seeds sown and then i have to you know experience these in the future so krishna says aprarabdha palam any stage whether it's in the seed stage whether it's in the sapling stage plant stage or fruit stage or ripened fruit stage any stage karmenaiva praliyata vishnu bhaktiratatmana will be burnt to the roots burnt to the roots Krishna is giving this assurance. So, if we engage our activities in Krishna's service, instead of my own service, then yes, that is called surrender. Surrender means, Karishe Vachanam Tava. I will do whatever you want to say, uh, whatever you say. Not anymore, what I want to do, I will do what I want. No, no, no. That has been our problem. That's why we are having this. So, now, last, before we end, end this session, see, he said, um, I have recommended the one give up all activities in order to achieve freedom from karma. So, this is actually like a suicide. Give up everything and then do nothing. He is asking people to do this. Shankarasari. In this Mayavad philosophy, I have described the Jivatma and Paramatma to be one and the same. We and Paramatma are one. Right? Now, I am suddenly Paramatma. I can control the sun. Right? I can't control my bowels. I have to go to the toilet. I can't control my own body and I am controlling sun, universe, universe is coming out of my body, germs are coming out, I have to take bath every day, otherwise I will stink and I am Paramatma, this rubbish he preached. Hmm? How the Mayavad philosophy was condemned by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his followers is described in Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita Antalila. Now, last, this, where is that? Nashakaranath, where is that verse? Nashakaranath. Hmm. Oh, here only. Ah, you see. Oh, I, I just missed this out. Okay. Vedante tu mahashastre maya vadam avaidikam. Avaidikam. Veda means, vaidikam means um, following the principles of the Vedas. Avaidikam means against the principles of the Vedas. Vedante to Mahashastra Maya Vada Mavaidakam Mayaiva Vakshate Devi Jagatam Nashakaranath In order to destroy Kaliuga, why the whole world is in a terrible situation now? Because of this kind of philosophy. People are everybody, everybody you ask, they are having a vague understanding of God. Some power, some impersonal, all this impersonal understanding only, everybody. They are not confident that God is a person. And because it's not a person, nobody is watching me, I can do whatever I want, I can enjoy. There is no God, there is no witness. It's anarchy. You know, in anarchy, who thrive? Thieves and rogues will thrive. That is what is happening. Everybody is a thief and rogue, thinking that there is nobody watching. Sorry. <laughs> Everything is accounted for and will be judged like anything. Yamaraj is there. So, in this way, this, this, so what happened? He brought back the Vedas. So immediately later on, Ramanujacharya came and completely smashed the philosophy of Shankaracharya. 
मध्वाचार्य के अगेन स्मैश द फिलोसफी ऑफ शंकराचार्य चैतन्य महाप्रभु के कम्प्लीटली स्मैश द फिलोसफी ऑफ शंकराचार्य एंड एस्टाब्लिश वैष्णविज्म एंड दिस मूवमेंट इज स्टिल स्प्रेडिंग नाउ सो माया मधुम इज स्टिल देर बट विद दिस मूवमेंट दर मूवमेंट इज द मोस्ट इंपॉर्टेंट मूवमेंट इन द वर्ल्ड इन द वर्ल्ड there's no other movement more important than this nothing oh what about you what you are just small organization what about un uh, united nations where is the unity can you show me you never have but with krishna consciousness only you can have because if you want universal brotherhood you have to accept the universal fatherhood of god only if he is the father then you are brother other what brotherhood you are talking about hmm. so it doesn't even make sense so we have to first accept krishna says सर्वयोनिषुकौंते अहम बीज प्रदाहांगस्ट the sleeping people need some you know loud shouting to wake up you know so this is being streamed live and recorded also so it will be for eternity whoever wants you know we woken up you can you can watch this so that's the reason see the thing is we want to drive a point home we are just sitting with this you know con- comfortably conveniently sitting with lies uh, that's when uh, vishwambhu always say yeah? it is better to be hurt by the truth than be comforted with a lie Hindus want to be comforted by lies. Now that is not our movement. We are not interested in that. We will, we will never mind your hurt, but we will sell the truth. That is our movement. Yeah? So the, the, why am I hurt by the truth? Because I am in the um, bubble of lies. So I have to come out of that. How will that happen? Knowledge. Knowledge. People don't read Bhagavad Gita. That's a problem. Simple book. I mean, they don't read. So please take a copy. You start reading. If you have any doubts, you can always approach us. We are, we are here only for that. Hmm. We are here only for that. So uh, this is our request. Please take it seriously. Chant Hare Krishna, and never doubt that Krishna is actually a person. There is immense evidence. Now we don't have time to go through all those vast evidence. We actually did classes on this in other sessions, but now it's just a synopsis of the whole thing. It is foolish argument that God is not a person. cannot be he is a person and he has full intelligence when, you know, when there is no person there is no intelligence and how come everything is so orderly going on you know the the baby in the womb this information everything here how intricately you know the veins and everything has to be connected the nerves are to come how is it happening just by chance like that yes from chromosome this is what huh? this is their understanding this and automatically some things are happening Oh, it is not possible without the Lord. Complete supervision is there. We cannot deny this. His intelligence. If you see a painting, you will ask, "Who drew so nicely? Who painted? Who is the artist?" We immediately ask. But when the so much artistry is there in the world, in the in the nature, we don't ask. Where is our brains? Simple thing. Eh? It's a person. He is a person. That's all. He doesn't have to paint like this. Sit down and paint. He has different ways of painting. Just by thinking, he can paint. Sa aikshata, sa asrajata. Finish. The Vedas say he just saw and he created the entire universe. That's it. Finish. 
for him that god that is god he doesn't have to endeavor for something so all right thank you very much if you have any questions or doubts on this regard you can ask and if there is nothing we can end our session here i'm just looking at the comment section here there is nothing on the facebook live no questions yeah yeah because he the, they will misuse the maha the vedas he actually created the vedas to get people to him uh, but they were misusing the vedas so no you can't misuse my vedas you better get out so he will punish see janan mad vimukham kuru they were misusing the buddhists were all before buddhists i mean buddha came and rectified the situation in a, in a temporary way but they were misusing the vedas how can we you know when he gave, brought that to save everybody and they using that to in the complete opposite way then of course he gets frustrated the lord also has feelings so he says oh you, you do that okay you see like what he says in this he is a person means he has full feelings and everything he has he is so compassionate he wants to bring us back but we are using that instruction the vedas which were given to us to bring us back using that to go even farther away from him so you can okay fine okay you, you do like this then okay you see 1619 tanaham dvishatah kruran samsareshu naradhaman kshipam yajasram ashubhan asuri shwevayonishu those who are envious and mischievous who are the lowest among men i perpetually cast into the ocean of material existence into the into various demoniac species of life not only a human being just you know preach some uh, avoid the philosophy no 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 you go down animal suffer like anything so this is one of such and kaliyuga that's how kaliyuga will you know become more and more rampant so janan madhumukham guru so that's why he said like that he said give up let them let them forget me they making use of me and doing all these things because the, the animals are who krishna's children but they are being killed using me how angry he will be take them take this people out of here they are not fit to be even the followers of vedas get them out <coughs> and of course then he sent acharyas to rectify the situation ramanuja acharya you know sometimes father will become you know in fact it is said that the lord you know he's from his pores the universes are coming up at the end of creation when he's when he destroys everything you know rudra he he does a tandava nritya and then he, the whole fire of devastation comes actually that fire origin <coughs> originates from the eyes of lord sankarshan you know he is so angry the lord is so angry that i have given these people so much chance 
trillions of lifetimes they have spent in the in the lifetime of this one universe and still they did not how much chance should i give them and you got frustrated you becomes angry and by that anger the fire emanates from the eyes of the lord and that fire is a completely devastates the entire universe and then he silences the entire thing the entire universe go back into his body and then wait there for another 311 trillion 40 billion years again come out after some time he will feel again never mind bechara give him another chance that's how the lord is you know you know sometimes there are some disagreements among you know parents and children get out of my house i don't want to see you again father will say but after some time they come back here come 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 some you know so krishna gets very angry that how much chance i have given them but still they are not coming then after some time he feels after all who else where else they will go okay i'll give them another chance again he will create again he will create the entire universe millions of universes again to give chance some souls of course will go back but many still don't so he feels very because he wants them to be happy he wants us to be happy but we are so adamant to suffer so he is feeling for us hey, how many how when this will this guy will get buddhi this rascal hmm. so repeatedly there are this bhutva bhutva praliyate there is the anger of the lord this repeatedly there is some destruction every now and then sometimes minor sometimes major destruction these are all the anger of the lord ಶ್ರೀಮದ್ ಭಗವದ್ಗೀತಾ ಕೀಲ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾದ ಕೀಲ ಗೀತಾ ಪ್ರಮಾಣ